When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broadcasters, the only show where one host is secretly blackmailing the other two, but only because he has a crush on them. I'm Christian Blatt, as always, joined by Eric Zane, and joined, as always, so far, Carl Hamburger. They Welcome, said gentlemen. it couldn't be done. Episode three, all the doubters out there, we did it. We did it, baby. Well, we're, we haven't done it yet. We're doing it. We're, doing we're having it. fun. It's happening. It's happening. And we are going to dive right in, I think, to uh, who are these lo- local news? All right, let's, ha- let's hear it. Others imitate it. We appreciate it. they say in the news business if it bleeds it leads and uh, our friend eric zane uh, brought this one to our attention uh, a uh, house explosion in the uh, pittsburgh area what can you tell us about this ahead of time eric um well i the well there's not a lot left that's what i can tell you <laughs> if, if, if it blows up it leads i mean you know occasionally you'll see somebody whose house explodes and somehow they'll say no one was hurt and i i don't know how that could be uh, that's not this story. Uh, everyone's super dead. Uh, and yep. it was caught on a ring video camera, but there's a couple of uh, caveats to it that I thought were strange because typically when a house blows up by the end of the day, you have, okay. Uh, yeah, it was a gas leak. Not so yep. in this one though. All right. So here's a, uh, ring cam footage of the explosion it happens very quickly here. Wow. You know, but I've seen that so many times. Just- yeah. Sorry about that. So I, I forgot that it ran together. I've seen that so many times. I'm still blown away at the uh, ferociousness of that explosion. Well, it took out both houses next to it, too. There's like three yeah, houses correct. devastated correct. from this explosion. Yes. It's and, then, nuts. And, and, you know, this this house that we're seeing the point of view from, I don't know, it's maybe a quarter mile away, and it right. still, like, knocks the screen door yeah. off. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, well, it, it's pretty I, I hate my neighbor because their dog barks every morning at 7 a.m., <laughs> but at least their house isn't blowing up, so... They're not the well, worst. there's a different reason you hate your Florida neighbor, though. That's true. It stinks. 
But family members have confirmed to us that two of the victims were father and son, Casey and Keegan Klontz. Casey worked for People's Gas. He was a football and gymnastics dad. The family sharing these photos of Casey with his wife, daughter and Keegan. The family also noting that Keegan was an employee at People's Gas. There's the obliteration of uh, those three homes, as you can see. Yeah, look at that. But so that's the did, drone footage right there. Wow. So I I lifted out of the news those two things that I thought were strange because I, I saw the first bit of coverage where it was the female voice or the male voice. I forget which one, but they're, you know, they're doing okay. The, the father and son perished in this as well as three people that lived at this home. Oh, by the way. Uh, the dad of that father's son, he worked for the local gas company. Right. And I thought yeah. that was weird. And then just by chance, I happened to click on another reporter reporting on the same thing six hours later. And he said the same thing. Oh, by the way, this guy works for the local gas company. I'm glad so you brought thought, that up because I want, I'm going to play. We were going to play this last week. We said it not to because we wanted to get this footage. I want to play this other story because there's some clues in here that I was keying in on that I think are worth noting. Let's put it that way. Uh, let's get things have quieted down at the site of the home explosion as rain has come in. Oh, that's how explosions work. They don't just stay exploding. <laughs> <laughs> things have quieted down since the explosion. Well, yeah, I would hope so. After the rock concert ended, things quieted down. Brilliant reporting. I always thought that that's why PTSD happened because the uh, explosions are actually still going on right. 20 years later and you can't stop. That's probably Fourth true. of July. Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah. In later in the day, but we've been hard at work trying to learn more about the five victims who lost their lives. Officials still have not identified any of those victims. Wow. Police said medical examiners revealed four adults and one child died here in Plum. But family hmm. members, possibly a midget, members have confirmed to us that two of the victims <laughs> were father and son Casey and Keegan Klontz. Casey worked for People's Gas. He was a football and gymnastics dad, always with his kids. The duo hunted and fished together often. Keegan would have been 13 in January. Wary. We've all right. I don't want to get nitpicky. Okay, so he's so uh, all right. So hold on. I'm, so he's twelve. <laughs> yes, it's I, August. He, he would have been thirteen in January. January. In eight let, and a half me, years, uh, he'd be twenty-one. Conversion there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's twelve. Get it. Spoken yeah. to many neighbors in the area off camera. They're still processing this entire situation. What happened in their backyards? Many hoping for an answer. Why did this happen? Officials are asking people to keep in mind this investigation will take a long time. Please understand that this will be a slow and long process as things need to be tested and there will be uh, lots of forensic testing um, to be able to prove anything one way or another um, and that this investigation may last for months, if not years. So please keep that in mind. It's a slow it's going to last for years. Slow process. Yeah. And people in this area have been also, mentioning some possibility. Also, by the way, the guy just speaking who, I don't know if he's a, a sheriff, whatever. No, he knows a hundred. He knows like 99% yeah. what happened. He works for the like, county. Hey, we're not going to tell you for a long time. He works for yeah, the county. Yeah. yeah, we'll get into it. One of them included about a gas well in this area. Pittsburgh's Action News 4 has confirmed that there is a well nearby, but it is not owned by People's Gas, which services all the homes in this neighborhood. People says its system was operating as designed the morning of the explosion reporting in plum tom garris pittsburgh's action news four so, so i love the politician his immediate thing is just like get off my back we're not gonna know shit for years <laughs> i don't want to hear questions every fucking day about this all right we're not talking about it relax about that so i think i know who's responsible for this guys it's the uh company's been brought up about 30 times since we started the show <laughs> people's gas
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously yeah. it's people's yeah. gas, and they're never going to get to the bottom of it. That's the whole point. Obviously, somebody went over to the county and went, look at we really got to bury this one. This is going to look really bad. <laughs> There's going to be lawsuits. We're going to be sued out into oblivion. I don't know what the county's going to do. They're like, okay, no, we got you. We'll cover for you. Yeah. Yeah, no, made and, the, it. and and the, oh. like the general manager of the of the news station is like, all right, look, we're gonna we're gonna let go of it, but you have to let us show the dead kids. All right, look, if, <laughs> if that's the compromise we have to make, uh, but you have to say he's almost thirteen, not that he's twelve. All right, right. whatever. There was rumor that the uh, that the fucking hot water heater wasn't working, mm-hmm. and so some are <laughs> suggesting that he went in there and maybe uh, was doing something with the hot water heater. I I, I don't know, so. I, I've I've had the hot water heater uh, uh, go out at my house in in a bad way, and uh, that house was still standing, uh, and and so were all of my neighbors. Uh, no one died. So, well, but, but, yeah, but did though. you have anybody from the gas company right. there? If you had somebody from the gas fair, company, to be fair, no one from Con Ed had uh, been invited into the home. So right. yeah, so, you're absolutely right. So they said he's an employee there. They didn't say he was a good employee. He's probably yeah. sucked at his job. <laughs> yes, which is why he blew up you his know? house. Zero yeah. days since the last workplace incident. <laughs> yeah. All right. A it's, child. Yeah, died. it's like yeah, it's like uh it's like, oh yeah, was an employee at the infectious disease lab in Wuhan, China. Oh, yeah. okay. Did that you was, ever bring any work home? Yeah, that was uh, the first person ask? who had COVID, but it's probably they probably <laughs> bought a bat on the way home, yeah, I'm sure. Probably did. <laughs> and we're off of YouTube. Uh yeah. Uh, but in any case, oh, we're off on YouTube. No, I'm, I'm kidding. It's a joke about the oh, fact that you can't say geez. things like that on YouTube. I think I, they've, I think they've I, relaxed uh, those rules. <laughs> you know, I'm very gullible. Uh, once a show, I'm going to think that we're off. Uh, but let's try to lighten the mood uh, from, from dead kids and uh, head to our second clip. And uh, we're going to meet Julie Baker from Colorado Springs. And I want to ask you gentlemen and everyone out in the audience, is she trying to go viral or is she actually annoying? And uh, I have my thoughts, but I All wanted right. to. Uh, this is a compilation that was put together uh, prior to me finding it. But, Let's find uh, out. So we, so we didn't make this compilation is my point. Fox 21 Morning News. I am your nightmares. You will <laughs> beg to wake up and for Greg God. That is scary. <laughs> well, good morning to you, you young whippersnapper. Wake up and greet the day. Rise and shine. You know the rest of us have had to, so you got to as well because the American society refuses to give in to the four-day work week. Welcome to Fox 21 Morning News. <laughs> I'm a menace to society and for Craig Coffee. And I'm a gremlin. Throw water on me. See what happens. <laughs> Craig Coffee. And I'm a little leprechaun in Craig yeah. Coffee. <laughs> we'll take it. We like it. Do you like it? I yeah. put on this dress. I looked in my mirror. I coupled it with my red hair and I said, I'm a little leprechaun, leprechaun, leprechaun. They're good luck. Do you like this look? Yeah. You're going to slide into my DMs later? <laughs> I might. I might. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, your opinion probably starts with an important question. Uh, what do you gentlemen think of gingers in general? Because uh, this is a very divisive topic. Uh, may, may, you know, many many a beer has been spilled uh, over a, a disagreement on gingers. I am a fan. I'm a fan. Newest Same. Whaler says, I am scared and pitching a tent. Yes. <laughs> she Whaler is hot fan. and frightening, and I am married to a ginger. Ah, very good. Okay. So uh, so we know what your answer is. You just can't say it yes. on mic. We get I'm, it, Eric. I'm, I'm married to a ginger, and I stuck my finger in another one. Whoa! And I won't, and I, and I won't, I won't tell you. I won't tell you his name. Oh, I see what you did there. No one told me there That's was going to be boasting. 
it, it was Ed Sheeran. Uh, but uh, there's a there's a couple things here. The first is uh, this outfit, this green outfit that she's talking about. Uh, you can clearly tell that a uh, look. I'm I'm no fashionista, but you can tell that a belt is supposed to go with it. And um, she did <laughs> yeah, not. Right. She did not find the belt uh, this morning. I you know I I like to imagine that just stuff strewn all about her apartment in Colorado Springs, which is where she is. But the reason why I think it's all a bit of a work, as they say is um, this is from Julie Baker's Instagram profile. So she put this out there. This isn't somebody, you know, watching like, wow, I can't believe our local news person is so annoying. Uh, instead, she puts it out there. So I don't know if this is uh, this is just some like ginger thirst trap that I don't understand uh, where she wants to annoy you. I, I'm not really sure, but uh, well, I think I like her. Is what I have I'm a theory to say. on this and I, I agree yes. with what you're saying. She's probably doing this on purpose to go viral. Because at first, when I was watching this, I thought this was maybe over a couple of years' time, all the crazy things she did. And then I realized, oh, that's the same outfit. This is just one day. I have a feeling. Yeah. You guys ever have an edible before bed, and it's a little stronger than you thought it was going to be? And you wake up, and you yes. got to go to work, and you're still very high? That's the sense <laughs> no. I was getting. <laughs> no, 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 but I'll take your not. word for it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's I, uh, the sense yeah, I was getting. Let's... Let, yeah, let's just say I uh, I had to had to miss a big thirtieth uh, birthday brunch for my wife uh, because of uh, the night before, and I was just like, "You can't bring me. This is this is not going to work. <laughs> I got to stay here." In the I hotel. had a business trip up in Montreal, and we're hanging out with the, the clients. And of course, the clients are the boss, and the clients are like, "We're going to go get edibles. We're going to go to a strip club." Oh boy! And I went. Uh, I'm going to go to the casino. You guys have fun. And so my coworkers did edibles for the first time ever. And of course they don't kick in for a little bit. So they're like, well, I guess we got to eat more. <laughs> yep. Fast forward to the next morning when I'm driving both of them back from Montreal. I was not supposed to be the one driving. I'm driving both of them all back to uh, Rochester from Montreal. And both of them were on the verge of uh, having their insides come out the entire <laughs> way home. So maybe yeah. something like that was happening. I don't know. <laughs> this may be the equivalent to when radio guys trying to get a new radio job in another town, he, he sends a tape full of three minutes of his of his big hits, you know, yeah. his best bits, and sends it on. Yeah. She's she's auditioning. She's like the wild and crazy newscaster who's gonna she's gonna you know do the uh, nine a.m. show when the when the hard news gets done. Oh, see, I thought you were gonna say because Opie claims when they got fired in Boston for saying the mayor was dead as an April Fool's prank, he claims he did that on purpose in order to get fired in order to get a job in New York. You know, it's pretty convenient. That uh, he had that yeah. whole master planned out and it worked out exactly how he wanted it to. I think maybe she's trying to get fired because she wants to go to a bigger market. You don't think that's the case here, Eric? Uh, you, it could very well be because, you know, a lot of times, like Opie, he would he would always get fired and move his way up the ladder. So it doesn't matter what the fuck you did as long as people were paying attention. That's true. At least it was. It's not like that now. No. But it was back then for sure. No, now if you get fired like Don Geronimo, he's like, you're done. There's, there's yeah, nowhere else to go. I mean, Mark, I've been sitting in this room for five fucking <laughs> yeah, years yeah, pulling no. my cock. That's right. Why did I say Don Geronimo? I should have said Eric Zane, my bad. <laughs> I haven't left this room. I That's sleep great. there. <laughs> uh, people are saying that John is sniping us. If he is, I hope he sees this. Deadfool coming in with 100 bucks. Thank you, Deadfool. Hi, boys. Great show so far. Vote for Vinny. Vote for Vinny. Vote for Vinny. Deadfool, you got me again. Damn it. Damn it. Vote, vote for Carl at thecreepoff.com, Deadfool. Uh, but thank you very much for the support. We do appreciate that. But, All right. But anyone who sends in ninety nine ninety nine, I will definitely vote for Vinny. Uh, no, Carl, we shouldn't no. ask you to vote. 
If they give me enough money, I'm there. My vote is for sale in elections and also for the creep. Off. All Come right. On. The price of saying vote for Vinny three times is a hundred bucks on this show. Fine. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> We've set yeah. our mark. And, and by the way, if, if John is sniping us, it's not funny. It's not fun. But uh, that video that we just watched uh, from uh, Julie Baker, that came to me from my pal, Michael Shirley, who is Memphis's favorite son. He also sent us our next clip with a, uh, we're going to meet a, a lady named Yolanda. And uh, this kind of helps us understand Memphis a little bit better, that uh, some things are so common, run of the mill, that uh, you barely notice them when they happen here in our clip number three. Watch. Gotcha. So you spell your name for me? Uh, my name is Yolanda, Y-O-L-A-N-D-A. That's gunfire. Just stay down and get down. That's okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just stay down and get down. It's up. Oh, they're coming back. Okay. You okay, Jay? Thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus yes. that cover us. Thank Poor you, Jay. Father, for the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right. We should be all right. Bye-bye. Yep. yep. It's all the black <laughs> You can see the playground equipment where children play there. That, that that's uh, actually my favorite the guy in the studio was in uh, by the way uh stray bullet could have struck a child but uh, unfortunately for our purposes it didn't so but i'm if, guessing yolanda child been... was there he would have been 13 in january i'm sorry what were you gonna say pardon me pardon <laughs> me i didn't mean to jump all over you there i thought you were done yolanda's been through this a time or two is what i'm <laughs> yeah. is what i'm figuring no out. shit she's and, just like oh that's the sound of drive-bys <laughs> get down yeah and and I think uh, Yolanda reacted the way that I wouldn't, and uh, I would have been much worse than Jay, who was the uh, the on-air uh, guy who clearly shit himself and had a heart <laughs> yes. attack. Yes, for sure. God forbid someone move a camera to show what's happening. I want to see the action. This is similar to when someone <laughs> runs out of the football field, and all the cameras start going, whoa, what's up in the sky right now? We don't know. <laughs> Fucking annoying. <laughs> well, if... if uh, if AI Ray in, enjoys uh, running onto the field, boy, is he going to be happy later in the show. So <laughs> AI Ray coming in with five euros. TV news anchors are like human autocorrects. They're the reason I'm never surprised when they say breaking news and it's just a breaking blooper. <laughs> Seamus McCallahan, five bucks. This has to be better than KB, Stutcho, and Chad Streams already going on right now. It has to be. I don't know how it wouldn't be. And nice with 10 bucks live. That's nice. Thank you, nice. Much appreciated. I really like guys. nice. Everything nice says is so nice. I He's really so appreciate nice. nice. I know. And yeah. you know who else was really nice was Bob Barker, who passed away oh my gosh. just this past weekend. And I think we need to give a little tribute to him. Okay, that's enough. I don't want to get a copyright strike. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've said too much already. Yeah, and, and you know, and unfortunately, when Bob Barker died, the first thing he heard from the great beyond was "Come on down." But uh, that's all right. We we love him. <laughs> Eric's giving you nothing for that. I tried a Bob Barker <laughs> joke on the creep off yesterday and got nothing too. So you're in good company, you know that, my the friend. The problem was. That I didn't even realize he died, and the best Bob Barker joke was taken by like eight people because yeah. he died at age ninety nine. Yeah. So he, it's like, uh, wow, he got as close to a hundred without going over. And then I was like, all right, I can't even, I can't even. No, try. no, that's a that's an excellent joke. And you remember when like Kobe died? Remember when Ari Shafir let him have it? Yeah. <laughs> well, Bob died, and no, 
you know, I, I don't know what, what the difference was, but I mean, this guy had more sexual uh, lawsuits, sexual assault lawsuits against him. And such. it was incredible. There were several of them hold on, hold on, uh, Eric, over Eric. the years. That, that wasn't a thing in the 70s and 80s. That, that was <laughs> yeah. encouraged on television sets back then. <laughs> oh, my yeah, you, God. Yeah, your your boss was supposed to take his dick out at some point and right. ask what you thought. Like, it, that, you know, especially TV in the 70s. You're just going to have to take my word for it. The the uh, showcase the, girls. Uh, Could you imagine them? They're they're backstage. They're like, how many times did you rape to you? None. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Get in here. It's okay. You're just it's a late okay. bloomer. That's all. He'll come around. <laughs> but uh, the uh, the clip that uh, that we have selected here, um, my friend Bill sent this to me, and it's uh, it, it's great. the The full clip is much too long. It's still this version of it is still even like two minutes. But uh, it's it's probably one of the dumbest people ever to play The Price is Right. And yes. you can see that this is this is late era Bob Barker. You can see he's older. He stopped dyeing his hair. And also, uh, you know, th this might have even been the day he like went up to management and said, like, I, you, you got to bring somebody in here. I don't I don't care what sitcom they host. Somebody has to replace me at this point. Yeah. But uh, worst, it's, uh, dumbest it's very contestant. entertaining to, to watch Bob in this clip. And dumbest sorry, contestant say, ever, for sure. You're going to lose your turn if you don't write. Not 13,000. What? Yeah, so there's one digit too many, so she has to figure right, out, out what now. order these go in. Finish it yeah. off. You used the one <laughs> twice. That's then. an R. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've used the one here twice. Oh, Reminding her the rules. Here are the five numbers. <laughs> Using those five numbers, write it down. 13,000 watts. 19,000 what? 19,000. Now you've already used the one. 19,200. <laughs> you've used the one twice. Can I use the one again, Bob? Nine, you've used the one twice, Joy. <laughs> Look, write oh. down here. What do you want to write? You want to write 19,000? Write it down. Write it down. 19,000. Now you have the three, you have the two, and you have the zero left. 300. $20. And no. One it seemed like chance. a victory, though. Oh. One more chance. 21000 All right. Now you have the three, the zero, and the nine left. Go ahead. Nine. Okay. Zero. No, you won. <laughs> she did. She won it. Bob wanted to lose. She won the car. Bob is exact. He can't believe that this idiot just won the car. <laughs> You know, he's like, all the thousands of people that I've loved on the show that haven't won, this idiot just won a car. Yeah, and he, he's, he's visibly like, he's upset. He's not even holding the mic up. He's no. just talking off mic. He's pissed. He's actually angry. And the thing yeah. that I don't understand is this woman's jumping around. She should be embarrassed. She should be like, yeah. you know what? Keep the car. I, I suck. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, if I give the car back, can you cut this out of the show? Right. Is, is that something that could possibly work out? She has no shame. Yeah. Never. <laughs> I, we'll be back after these words. <laughs> he wanted to say something. He, he, he just decided like, not can't. to. Yeah. That, that woman was so dumb, I feel like Richard Dawson wouldn't have put his tongue in her mouth. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. You're definitely wrong about that. When you sent over a clip that was entitled Worst Prices Right Contestant, I thought for sure it was going to be Dylan Mulvaney. So congratulations <laughs> on not touching well, the third rail there. 
Right. No, exactly. Well, it has to be, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, it has to be a, a Bob Barker clip. But, uh, Eric, I understand that the passing of Bob Barker reminded you of uh, something from your illustrious career, correct? Yes, working for the uh, local hockey team. They wanted to recreate the scene when Bob Barker and uh, Happy Gilmore got into the fight, the golf course, because we had like a um, a sponsor for the hockey team was the local golf course. So me and the play-by-play announcer for the hockey team tried to do a shot-for-shot of that scene from Happy Gilmore. I was playing Happy. All right, Happy. Nice and easy. That's not nice and easy. I can't believe that you're a professional golfer. You should be working at the snack bar. You better relax, Bob. There's no way you could be as bad at hockey as you are at golf. All right, let's go. You like that old man? You want a piece of me? I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. Price is wrong, Bobby. I think you've had enough. No? Now you've had enough, punk. Enjoy a great meal at Railside in the beautiful dining room or on the outside deck. So, weddings, special events, and corporate questions. Questions, press conference, please can begin. I, can I just say, when I started watching that clip, I was all ready to be embarrassed for you. I was ready to cringe of the week. I'm ready for all this stuff. That was fantastic. You guys did an amazing <laughs> job with that. It really was great. It, it, uh, it also looked like you had fun. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. I, I, you know, it's uh, perhaps you won't win any awards for it, nor did you, Eric. But uh, it definitely no. looked like fun. And, and for a recreation of a scene from Happy Gilmore, uh, you guys did a great job. So who was the other guy, though? That's Bob Kayser. He's been uh, announcing for the team since they started, like oh, 25, 20, uh, 26 years ago or something like that. You just reminded me yeah. of something, Christian. So my uh, my band was asked to play at Darien Lake. It's a, a theme park uh, between here and Buffalo. And so uh, my band plays the show, and uh, people seem to enjoy it, and, and things were great. So the person at the park that hired us sent us a card, and the card had a photo of our show that he had taken on the front. And I opened it up, and, and it's like a thank you for doing the show. And it says, it seems like you guys have a lot of fun, which is not a compliment. I just want to point that out. Like the fact that that was the first thing you said to Eric just now, like, well, it seems like yeah. you guys are having a lot of fun. It's well, like, uh, well, okay, but did anyone else? I'm hoping that the, the point was not for us to have fun. The point no, was for and, you and, to enjoy. And it's it. true. There, there are many times where I've seen a movie, or uh, perhaps a, perhaps even a friend's movie, and you go like, wow, it looks like you guys had a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, not a compliment. You're right. That is usually what that means. You know what? I never thought of that, but I'm going to use that. Yes. I'm definitely going to steal that. That's well, fantastic. Well, oh my god, you had so much. Fun. You guys seem like you're having so much fun up there. The other one that I like to use, because I play in a lot of uh, local shows with other bands that aren't very good. And so when I'm talking to the guys in the other band, I'll say something like, dude, that guitar tone is killer. 
That is a great <laughs> guitar tone you got there, you know? Oh, my gosh, the sound is fantastic in here. You know, just things that aren't covered but sound positive, and they go, yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Look at, where'd you get those shoes? Yeah, whoa, whoa. What, what are those 10-gauge <laughs> guitar strings out there? Wow. Wow. Ricky, you 32, 25 bucks. <laughs> SJ never asked OJ to sign his knife. I was there. John, you owe Carl $100. Thank you. I agree with you on that. I hopped on John's show last night. I put it on our Patreon today. I hopped on John's show last night to argue with him about our $100 bet. Uh, Ghost of Mr. P and Chad's dead transgender brother, two bucks. Carl, you're going to have Chad and SJ over for Tito's? Only if they steal it and bring it. Mango, 10 bucks over, under, and how many of the girls Bob nailed over the years? Oh, gosh, it's got to be three dozen, I would imagine. (laughs) Every single one of them. If you saw them on the show twice, that means that Bob had Now, the real question them. is how many, because now they have guys doing that, how many of them are banging yeah. Drew? That's the real question uh, we got to get to the bottom of. Yeah. <laughs> PD, 10 bucks. SJ, I hope you are taking notes on what funny is. FKB and FSJ. I got to make bumper stickers. FKB and FSJ. Uh, Washman, 30 bucks. Three episodes. You did it. That's worth 10 bucks a show. Way to go, gentlemen. Thank you very much, Washman. We did it. Three episodes. We're almost there. We're not there yet, but pretty close. Dang Lizard, 10 euros. You can do it, Eric. (laughs) You can do it. You can do it. (laughs) Jackass. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, move it over. Uh, We're already half an hour into the show, so let's move it over to uh, who are these politics, Uh, which, uh, you know, can be a little divisive, but we got some good stuff. Not this time. This This is only going to be fun. Yeah. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics. And uh, last week's uh, GOP debate in uh, Wisconsin was notable because uh, Donald Trump wasn't there. But we did get some great stuff out of those who did show up. Uh, And if you're thinking of, uh, hey, this candidate or that candidate was there and they didn't show up, it's because they didn't say anything stupid and or funny. But... Uh, the debate begins with uh, highlighting musician Oliver Anthony's song, Rich Men North of Richmond. And uh, all of the candidates had to comment on it. Uh, and instead of watching their comments on it, uh, Eric, you found a great clip uh, of Oliver Anthony himself, didn't you? Yeah. You know, he had uh, all he did was go out in the backyard there and make a fucking song. And now he's a millionaire. And everybody's <laughs> jumping on board. It's hilarious. They're falling over themselves over this guy. He uh he said, "Oh, fuck that shit. Uh, that's this is what the song's about and talked about it." When the Congress spends trillions and trillions of dollars, those rich men north of Richmond have put us in this situation. Well, you know, like it was funny seeing my song in the it was fun it was funny seeing it at the presidential debate. Cuz it's like I wrote that song about those people. You know, so for them to have to sit there and listen to that, uh, that cracks me up. <laughs> uh, but it was funny kind of seeing the response to it. Like, that song has nothing to do with Joe Biden, you know? It's a lot bigger than Joe Biden. Um, he also went on to say it's about the corporate greed of politics. That's that's yeah. his big point in the whole thing. And every he, he's like, this is ridiculous. I, I wrote that song about you assholes, and you're yeah. talking about it. I'll tell he, you. He didn't that, say um, those uh, those Democrats north of Richmond. Right. Uh, I think uh, he's trying. You know, and it's, I'm so, not going to pretend that's my favorite song, but I understand what he's trying to say from it. Yeah. It's not. A, it's not a great song, in my opinion, but I do like the message. I do understand where he's coming from. But the guitar tone is great in the song. The guitar right, tone Carl? is great. 
Um, it, it, it does sound fantastic. But um, I do like this guy more now because I do like the fact that he's going, no, 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 no. All of you politicians are hateable. And the fact that these guys don't get that, they, they think that they're outside of Washington. They're like, well, yeah, I know those politicians, they're a problem, but not us. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Especially you. Specifically you, so, asshole. I, I have a question. Um, so he goes outside in the backyard and has millions of people watch these videos. There's yeah. discussion that he's making $40,000 a day. Does that add up? Does that sound about right compared to with the, because he's the biggest thing in the world right now. You know, honestly, my band makes about 13 cents a week. So I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure if that adds up or not. <laughs> you have to ask someone better qualified to answer that. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm always curious well, as to what people who have mega popularity, what they can bring in just from YouTube yeah. videos. And and I think the question is uh, whether or not did uh, did he uh, partner up with like a Colonel Tom Parker type, you know, somebody who's like, yeah, I'll take care of you and uh, I'll, I'll sign all your deers, deals for you, kid. Uh, we, we don't want to go to Europe. You don't have a, a fan base over in no. Europe. You don't want that. Right, right. <laughs> uh, well, uh, so f- as for the debate itself, uh, we saw a little of him in there and uh, I'm going to have the uh, the hot take. I'll talk politics for half a second. Uh, I feel like uh, Ron DeSantis uh, pretty close to over. I feel like he's like a new Coke. He's Crystal Pepsi. He, he might even be Nickelback. I might even go out on a limb and say he's Kevin Brennan. And uh, in clip number seven. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. it's over. <laughs> FRD is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and uh, he's uh, trying to take uh, Donald Trump's number one catchphrase from him in uh, number seven here. You bring Fauci in, you sit him down, and you say, Anthony, you are fired. Mm. Kind of worked, though. He did get some applause off of it. He sounds like such a pussy. He's got this very very thin, uh, uh, kid-like inexperience. He reminds me of, uh, what the fuck, in Back to the Future? You know, uh, uh, Marty's dad. You're right. He's George McFly. Yes, he sounds like like him. Oh, God, he just reminds me of such a fucking little weasel. So I I know that Trump has your fired copyrighted. So yeah. the fact that he says you are fired, is that okay? I just want to know what yeah, the logistics he, are here. Yeah. Okay. Well, he also, uh, as as we'll see in our next clip, I believe he's not entirely human, and his programming doesn't allow him to use contractions. So that's <laughs> why he has to say you are. I, I see. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we can... <laughs> Governor? This is our time for wow. choosing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, uh, you know, for, for the sake of time, Brett Baer had to bail him out. But you could tell in his mind, he's like, oh, if we just leave him, <laughs> leave him deer in the headlights for it was a solid 10 seconds. No, but, but he could hold like, a pose, though, very well. I, I got to yeah. say that if the, the whole presidential thing doesn't work out, maybe modeling. Like that fucking scene in Brady Bunch. Great reference when fucking Marsha's starting to glitch. Is that is that the one? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, well, and, and I think that uh, it just took Brett Bear a second. He had to, uh, you know, it's an older model, DeSantis. He had to do Control Alt Delete, and then right. he was able to actually restart him. It wasn't as quick. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, but uh, I think the uh, the takeaway from at least the crowd there at the debate was that the big winner was uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who uh, when Carl and I did a test show, we actually uh, spent a lot of time on him. And uh, I think he raised his profile 
he was a bit of a fan favorite. And unfortunately, uh, Mike Pence decided to uh, take him on. And uh, you, the thing you might know might not know about uh, Trump supporters, uh, Mike Pence, not a fan favorite. Uh, and in general, <laughs> no. people don't love him. No. So uh, clip nine, uh, Pence decides that he's going to take a swing. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need to bring in a rookie. We don't need to bring in people without experience. Now, didn't he yeah. run with Donald Trump last time? <laughs> Who had no experience <laughs> sure in politics. Right. Okay, so that's kind of a dumb point, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was on his uh, It was on his talking points from mother, you know. That right. is the longest index finger I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> Holy shit, look at that thing. Well, you know, if uh, this doesn't work out, you know, he's playing the NBA. So he's got a uh, future either way. Look at that. That guy could pop a basketball for sure. Uh, uh, unfortunately, also not that popular is uh, Chris Christie. For some reason, he feels like every four years he needs to run for president. And, uh, uh, you know, just uh, the people in his life don't have the heart to tell him that, well, he doesn't have the heart to actually you know, <laughs> serve a job for four years. Uh, but he also tries to take on Vivek Ramaswamy and clip 10. And uh, I think uh, I think Chris Christie is not the one who comes out better in this clip. Enough. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. And the last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama. And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. Come on, give me a hug. <laughs> give me a hug just same, like you did to Obama. Same time I mean, uh, you know, he uh, he definitely got in uh, some uh, good ones there. Vivek Ramaswamy. And uh, what the fuck was he uh, thinking with a weird last name? Obama has a yeah. weird middle name. That's the problem with Obama. It's the middle <laughs> name that people have trouble with. His. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But uh, he, uh, I, I think that uh, Chris Christie might have been a little overmatched, but uh, give me a hug and you'll elect me like you did Obama. Uh, you know, can that, we talk about that to me? This information has come out recently. I think this is astounding. No one's talking about the fact that how amazing Obama was. He was our first black president, our first gay president, and we also had the first first man in the White House. And no one's talking about how amazing that is. Why do you think people aren't talking about that, Carl? Uh, I don't know, YouTube regulations? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's probably why. Probably yeah. why. All right. Let's not talk Allegedly. about it. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, there there was some brilliant counter-programming because uh, the uh, debate wasn't for everybody. In fact, I feel like most of the audience probably didn't watch it. I feel like you guys didn't watch it. No, but, uh, I did not. I did because uh, I knew there would be some good clips to uh, take away from it. Uh, so at the same time, Tucker Carlson sat down with Donald Trump and he got right to it. And in our clip 13, uh, Tucker asks former President Trump, I think something that we all actually really care about. Do you, do you think Epstein killed himself sincerely? I don't know. <laughs> I, I will say that you know, he was a fixture in Palm Beach. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Barr said about it either. I have no idea what he said. What did he say? He killed himself, probably? He said he killed way. himself and that they were going to do this investigation. They never did the investigation. It's never been yeah. public. Well, and did. they hid it. And, like, why are they doing that? He and clearly do Barr knew. 
But why would Bill Barr be covering up the death of Jeffrey Epstein? Uh, Bill Barr didn't do an investigation on the election fraud either, okay? He said he did, and he pretended he did, but he didn't. Uh... I, don't, I don't care what you think of uh, Tucker Carlson, but uh, there's a couple clips that we have here for this show that uh, just remind you what a great broadcaster he is. <laughs> you don't have to like him. You don't have to like what he believes in, but... Uh, just, well, why do you think he didn't investigate Epstein? <laughs> and, you know, and Trump's like, oh, you know, he's a guy around Palm Beach. I know. Yeah. I, and, but he doesn't it doesn't say, like, were you guys friends? No, no, no. He just let, he lets us ask questions in our head. You know, he doesn't actually ask. Well, I don't questions. I don't blame Trump for staying away from this one because these are the same people sure. who can and will assassinate him. So he knows the answer. He's just like, yeah, who knows? I mean, yeah. lots of weird things happen. <laughs> Glitch of the Matrix. What are you going to do? <laughs> Uh, our uh, our clip 14 shows that uh, if nothing else happens after 2024, uh, I think that uh, uh, Trump and Tucker would be able to uh, do those Q&As that sell out arenas like uh, Bill O'Reilly used to do before he got in trouble. Right. Uh, you know, just just a little bit of this clip 14. You'll see kind of right in the middle, like, oh, yeah, they they do really work well together. They're they're the new uh, Martin and Lewis really for <laughs> politics. They love pictures of him on the beach. I think it looks terrible. Oh, sorry. I Set up. They're talking about uh, about Joe Biden. That's right, that's right. Biden, talking about Biden, Biden on the beach. Yeah, they yeah. love pictures of him on the beach. I think he looks terrible on the beach. He looks terrible on the Skinny beach. Skinny legs. Well, he can't walk through the sand. <laughs> you know, sand yeah. is not that easy to walk through. Holy no, sand is not that easy to walk through. You're right. You're well, right, Donald. Tucker's terrible at this. This is not Tucker's thing, goofing on people. But. I got to say, Trump's the best. I can listen to Trump rag on people all fucking day. Him making jokes about Joe Biden not being able to pick up his legs walking through the sand. I'm like, I, that's a brilliant observation. This guy's a comic. <laughs> skinny legs. Skinny legs. I know, what, what is that? The skinny legs. No, that's not yeah. the thing we're worried about. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I mean, I, and I, I don't know how hard uh, walking in the sand really is, but uh, Joe Biden does seem to have an issue with it. One last Tucker clip. And uh, I have this clip because the show is who are these broadcasters? And the broadcaster is very proud of himself. Uh, there, there's like a freeze frame at the end of the clip where uh, <laughs> Tucker really enjoys the conversation here in clip 16. But to get into vote, if you buy... Groceries, if you buy any, practically anything now, you have ID on a card, credit cards or otherwise. And but that, don't you think it's racist to have to show your ID? Well, they probably say that. They <laughs> there it is. There's a shit eating like, grin but, at the end. But, but it's racist <laughs> to show your ID, isn't it? <laughs> so this is what you call a softball interview. Am I right about yeah. that, Christian? You've been around politics a little bit. Um, hearing two people yeah, agree with each other on everything is so boring. Yes. Uh, so I, I feel like I uh, was able to boil down about uh, two and a half minutes of uh, of the good stuff. Well done. And uh, yeah, this is the this is definitely a softball interview. Uh, you know, uh, Tucker, uh, a few like about a month ago, he really went after Mike Pence. That was much more entertaining because uh, he wasn't letting him off the hook with anything. Now, I have to say that earlier we were watching that debate and they tried to make the joke about uh chat gpt well ai ray is not having it with five euros people using chat gpt as an insult guess i'm the villain in the keyboard kingdom but hey i'm still type out positive vibes i'll still type out positive vibes and hashtag chat gpt villain we love you, you know, AI, AI ray 
AI Ray is just as likable as uh, regular Ray. Like you can't get mad at AI Ray. I, you, I can try, but I just I just somehow can't bring myself. You know to what's interesting, uh, Eric? You and I are going to meet Ray Devito. He's coming to uh, Detroit on September fifteenth. No. So, the star, uh, all the stars are coming out for that. I know. It's very exciting. So You, you said the potato was coming. You said Tukey was coming. I never heard that Ray DeVito was going to be there at the Magic Bag. He just DM'd I, uh, me the I, other I, day, and, and he goes, Carl, I can go to Detroit. I didn't ask him to, but it's fine. So <laughs> I, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll put you on the list, buddy. That's cool. So we'll find something to do with him. Uh, real, real quick, did I ever tell you the awkward interaction I had with Trudy from the Drew and Mike show? Oh, no. What was that? Last, is it worth last it? Time? Yeah, is it worth it? Of course. This is one oh, minute. I, I definitely want to hear it. <laughs> I worked with her decades ago on that show for six months. Okay. Hadn't spoken to her, but um, as time passed through the podcasting thing, there was, that was referenced from time to time. And I made a fatal mistake. This is my don't you know who I am moment. This is cringeworthy. And she's there. And, uh, and I come walking up to her and I go, hey, Trudy. Oh, my God. Look at you. You look fantastic. And she goes, oh, thank you. And you are? Oh, no. Oh. She thought you were just a listener. Oh, I go, oh. ah, well, uh, I'm Eric Zane. She goes, oh, hey. Oh, it's even worse. <laughs> it's even worse. Oh, no. Oh, I'm going hey, uh, to bust her balls. I, I will never speak to her ever again because it's so embarrassing. Oh, what an asshole I am. Well, did if you did speak to her again for her, it would be the first time you ever spoke to That's her. That's true. Oh, no, I am. I am taking I'm going. I'm avoiding. I am going to so avoid that shit. <laughs> so what an asshole. So hold on. So you, you guys never spoke again after that. She still has no idea. Well, after I said, oh, no, I'm Eric Zane. Yeah. And she goes, oh, hey. Uh, well, actually, she she then realized who I was. Okay. But right. it was it, it, uh, it just ugly. It's just horrible. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I, I love every second of that. Yes. Anytime you are in an uncomfortable situation, Eric, I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, yeah. And that happens a lot. I love it. That's why I keep you around, buddy. <laughs> well, thanks. It's not, that, it's not for my jokes. That's for fucking yeah. sure. <laughs> Who cares why we like uh, well, you, Eric? We like you. Who cares why? We just like you. Yeah. That, that you know, Carl said just the same thing when we were trading texts right before the show. I don't know oh. why I like him. I just do. And I said the same yeah. thing. Like, I shouldn't yep. like him, but I do. Actually, I think what Christian uh, said was, eh, I'm still on the fence about it. We'll see. Uh, all right. Enough. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Uh, so let's keep things semi-political. Uh, let's go over to uh, who are these pundits? And, uh, Folks out there need to listen up, mainly because here comes who are these pundits. And uh, we will uh, dive into clip 18 in a moment. We'll go to clip 18. And uh, we've talked about Newsmax probably uh, every installment of this show. And uh, you, love it. you can't standards. get enough of My, Newsmax I'm, over there. Look, when I knew we were doing this show, I was like, all right. And uh, every time when I start my prep, I go to the uh, the Newsmax YouTube channel first and uh, and then the Young Turks. But we're going to take a break from them this week. OK, uh, but, uh, you know, so look, Newsmax, they might not have the same broadcast standards as uh, some other outlets. So uh, last week, uh, perhaps you heard uh, uh, former President Trump was uh, arraigned in Georgia uh, there. He took a, uh, a beautiful mug shot, possibly the best mug shot I've ever seen. I can't even pretend. Pe- people are saying it is the best mug shot that's yeah. ever been shot. St- possibly second to Nick Nolte. I'll, I'll put it in the conversation. Okay. But uh, so Newsmax spent that entire afternoon teasing the fact that they were going to have an exclusive call 
from Donald Trump after the arraignment. Only Trump didn't call. And then he didn't call for like another hour. Uh, so I could have pulled a lot of clips of, uh, of the host, Greg Kelly, vamping. His show ended, but they kept him on. They bumped whoever was supposed to come on. And he was just filling time with anything. They actually watched some of the 1960 uh, JFK Richard Nixon debate. Legitimately, that's what they did to fill the time. So eventually, <laughs> Trump calls. And our clip 18 is um, what that song, what that call sounded like when it finally came in after all these hours of teasing it and waiting. What was the experience like today in, in jail? Terrible experience. Uh, I came in, I was treated very nicely, but uh, it is what it is. I took a mugshot, which I never heard the words mugshot. That wasn't, didn't teach me that at the Wharton School of Finance. And uh, I have to go through a process it's uh, election interference. You know that better than anybody. You cover it so well. You just a fantastic job. I have to tell you for the listeners, fantastic job, Greg. But it's a very sad experience, and it's a very sad day for our country. This is a. So my question to both of you: He tells Greg Kelly how great he is, and he does a tremendous job. Do you think? I'll ask you first, Carl, and the same question for you, Eric. Do you think uh, former President Trump has ever seen Greg Kelly's show or knew his name before this call? You first, Carl. I believe that he has people tell him who are friends and who are foes. <laughs> and so maybe they hold up a card in front of him as he's talking on the phone. <laughs> and so it's like if he's on CNN, it says phone. He goes, out, and you guys get it all wrong. And it's fake news. And then they hold it's up. It's actually, the... it's just, it's just an emoji. It's a smiley right. emoji yeah, when right. it's Newsmax. But if yeah. it's CNN, it's a frowny face. Yeah. When you're in school, you play red light, green light. There's a, you're holding up the green light. This is a good one. This is a good one. And then you hold so, up the other yeah, one, he, and you hear this. You are fake news. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, you you can only feel for that uh, having worked in uh, radio and podcasting for so many years, so many big guests. They keep you waiting, and then you get a shitty phone call, and oh. you're like, well, well that's the thing. we're just like, going with it. Like, if you're in prison, don't they have a hard line there? Can you ask them to borrow <laughs> the good phone? Don't use your cell phone with a bad reception. <laughs> that's the one thing they have in jail is a good phone. <laughs> we, as far as I know. We, I, what we, uh, for the for quick uh, detour, for the old uh, Dennis Miller radio show, we had the uh, – I, I, his first name's Joe. The guy who founded Girls Gone Wild uh, called in from jail, and about every five minutes they would call up and say that the call had to end, and then he would have to, like, you know, figure out how to get change and call us back. And, <laughs> That's uh, awesome. you know, prison, prison interviews are actually pretty great. I'm yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, thank you to Dang Lizard with 10 euros. Did you get Ray a place to stay in Detroit? Oh, God. I should probably uh -oh. make sure he knows uh -oh. that he's on his own for that. Probably be a is good he, idea. It, does, does Cardiff's room have a pullout couch, possibly? Do we know? That's a good question. Let's stick it with the potato. I like that. <laughs> uh, so uh, one, more, uh, one more thing here uh, with the world of pundits. Uh, Rudy Giuliani also facing some uh, very serious allegations, and he wants everybody to know that he's not guilty uh, and he says that, uh, you know, he he's never been involved with intimidating anybody to do anything that's against the law. Uh, in this clip, Rudy will let you know what it sounds like if someone's going to try and intimidate someone. I mean, something that maybe he's, yeah, he's heard some of this. Before. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Rudy's uh, he's dealt with the mob. He knows how this works. Yeah. 
There would have to have been magic words there, words like, if you don't do it, I'm going to break your legs. If you don't do it, I'm going to shoot your wife. I thought the magic word was please. I didn't know it's break your legs. Those are the cases I prosecuted, not cases where people are persuading, people are debating, people are even arguing. He's got a good point there. I got to give it to him. That is yeah. true. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I like I, I like when Rudy uh, has, a, you know, shows up on camera perfectly uh, manicured and, you know, the hair dye isn't running down yeah. the side of his face. He's not uh, he's not on camera with uh, Borat's daughter. You know, he's just he's just there and he's just saying, here's what intimidation sounds but like. It's, uh, it's too bad that Giuliani's Trump's attorney and not Trump's speechwriter because the January 6th speech. If it would have been like, we got to go to the Capitol and break their legs or I'll break your <laughs> legs, that would have been a riveting speech. We got By the way, can I up. nominate for a, for a future Hall of Fame moment the Four Seasons landscaping debacle at some point? Yes, that is yeah, definitely a Hall of Fame. Uh, I think the anniversary of that will be up uh, before we know it. And, uh, you know, I don't know credit if you guys to, watch, uh, um, to that. You guys watch. I was just going to say credit to that landscaping company. They immediately, like the next day, started uh, selling merch on 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 the that's internet. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it's what always sunny in Philadelphia. Sorry. I don't know if you guys ever watched that show, yeah. but they did a, oh, uh, yeah. a great bit on that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's close the book on uh, politics and pundits, and let's head over to who are these sportscasters? Home of the hourly triple play. And uh, the uh, Little League World Series uh, just wound down uh, within the last few days. And uh, we have a couple of clips from there. It's and, all everyone's uh, talking number- about. And we're no exception. We are on the bandwagon of the Little League World Series. I I, I could uh, I could drive to where the winning team is from in about 30 minutes. And uh, no one's talking about it. But oh, uh, okay. good, good. Good for San Pedro, I believe. If you was, could drive uh, there no, in 30 El, minutes. El Segundo, sorry. If you can drive there in 30 minutes, it must be a mile and a half away, I would imagine. Yeah, it's on okay. the other side of my local car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, shout out to El Segundo. I believe I left my wallet there once. Uh, so, But don't think just because these are kids that they can't do thousands of dollars worth of damage to expensive ESPN equipment. Uh, clip 21. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens here when uh, things go awry. And to see her size. They're swinging oh. at him. <laughs> Amazing. They're swinging it. And right off the knuckles kudos to ESPN for taking the time to I love how break this down for us. Yeah, so here's the actual camera that gets smashed. Foul ball coming right in on it. This. I want to see that in regular speed. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. That would be more fun to oh. see. That no, is spectacular! A, what a, a what a noise it made! Fastball, yeah, exactly. No, that that sound. Ooh. This had to happen, right? I don't know how you put a camera yeah. right there and not know this would have to happen eventually. Look at the but, size of that fucking lens! Jesus Christ, is that a 1976? <laughs> did, yeah. did they use that for making bad news bears? Look at <laughs> right. that! I mean, it's literally in the backstop. Do you know why it's called a backstop? It stops the balls that come back. <laughs> you shouldn't use glass in a backstop, guys. Come on, ESPN. I mean, 
How how long has ESPN been doing the Little League World Series? Like probably since like Todd Frazier and uh, and Bryce Harper were in the Little League World Series. And the fact that this has never happened before is actually pretty surprising. You know, I, I don't know that that's true, but I'll take your word for it. I would imagine well, this happens I, uh, twice a game. I trust the I trust the internet to have found us uh, other times where it happened, but uh, you're right. I guess it, it could have happened before. Well, not everything's on the uh, internet. Like uh, John asking OJ to sign his knife is not on the internet. So not everything. Yeah, but is the guy there. he works with said that it happened. That's so true. That, right, why does it point. need to be on the internet, Carl? <laughs> All right, John. I'll take twenty dollars off the top for uh, convincing Carl he needs to pay you right now. One of my uh, least so favorite a- things to happen in, in yeah. all of sports broadcasting, because as you guys know, I'm a big Bills fan. And uh, we have this guy named Bass, who's a good field goal kicker. And I sure do hate when they're lining that up and it's 34 yards. They go, he hasn't missed a kick under 40 yards in a season and a half. He's gone 38 straight attempts without missing from this distance. And I go, why did you just say that? Don't don't ever, (laughs) ever say that. Yeah. I actually... uh, but when you see it, because there's the same thing about when a pitcher is throwing a no hitter or a perfect yeah. game or something like that. Well, they know yeah. not to do that. No, but do you have those broadcasters who will say, like, I don't have anything to do with it. If there's no hits, I'm going to say that there's no hits. You have the ones that are superstitious, but uh, there, are, there are those who are indignant about it. It's like, yeah, well, we're in the seventh inning and they haven't given up a hit. So I want to let the audience know. It's like, well, if it's on TV, you can see there's a zero right. under the eight column. Yep. But uh, instead, uh, this was, I guess, a a good jinx for America. Right, Eric? I know that uh, you had seen this one yesterday. This is fantastic because (laughs) Carl Ravitch, he does exactly what we were just talking about. And then some kid who's like six foot 11. uh, (laughs) I I, I could not believe the wallop when he hit this ball. All right, let's check this out. Curacao has not allowed a home run at the World Series. And Watch next pitch. Challenge oh. Get <laughs> 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 a kid. He's that a giant. Wow. Now. He's like Mark McGuire. <laughs> Fuck. So you're saying wasn't there a kid? I'm sorry. Wasn't there a kid a number of years ago who was like 45 years old? Uh, Danny Almonte. (laughs) Danny Almonte was a pitcher. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, forgot about that. He's he's Uh, in the uh, the clubhouse. He's just like, uh, anyone see my razor around here? Is that your razor? Is that my razor? Like, no, that's that's yours. (laughs) Look, his his uh, his parents were so proud of that moment, and so were his three kids. You know, everybody (laughs) was just ecstatic. Oh man! Uh, Yeah. Well, Kyle Ravitch. Let's keep it uh, on baseball for uh, for a little bit longer. Uh, As uh, as I've uh, talked about in past shows, I am a fan of the Mets, and uh, our next two clips are going to feature players who were pitching for the Mets at the start of this year. Uh, Max Scherzer. Uh, was back at City Field in Queens as a member of the Texas Rangers, and so the Mets PR staff thought, uh, "Well, let's uh, let's uh, put together a highlight reel of the uh, you know year plus that he spent of uh, you know marginal accomplishments for the Mets and show it up on the big screen." 
and then uh, we'll uh, have Max wave to the crowd. Uh, but New York being New York, uh, well, it, it didn't quite go the way that uh, I think anybody expected. I think uh, Max might have uh, you know, had a good laugh at it, but uh, clip 23. <laughs> you get the big boo, and uh, all he could do was laugh. He's like, "Oh yeah, right. That's that's well, right. I've been booed in this." Park Mets before. fans are assholes. <laughs> I remember my boy uh, Javier Baez was on the team a couple of years back, and um, when he would get a hit, he would boo the yeah. crowd back at them because they used to boo yeah. him so much. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, you listen, know, uh, you might feel differently some, about this. Look, you know, Carl. Some teams don't like a guy who always swings a ball for him. Just saying. Oh, you know? I, I. By the way, Baez dr- drove me nuts in the 2015. <laughs> playoffs for the Cubs, but that's not the point. So Scherzer actually went 20 and nine with a very respectable yeah. ERA and whip for the Mets. The time he was there. I know the team sucks. And the fans are disappointed and frustrated. But I don't know if you got to boo that guy. He's pretty good. No, no, he, he, he had a pretty terrible uh, start in the, in, in the playoffs last year, but uh, I, I, he, he was good. He's always been fun to watch, you know, going way back and uh, good for Texas. Uh, also a former Met, uh, Justin Verlander, and I know that uh, Eric, you you found this clip. Uh, yeah, this stood out to me, clip. and I and I've uh, growing up into uh, well, following the Tigers. Verlander was always a little bit. Uh, he could have a surly side to him, and it doesn't take much to bring that out. And in this case, uh, what's going on is there's a uh, communication device that the catcher, you know, it's, it's brought on because of the sign stealing, and so like the, the, in your. The pitch com is what they yes. call it. So it's pitch an com. earpiece where the, the catcher can communicate to you without uh, without yes. the, the team that Verlander now pitches for uh, being able to steal your signs. That you're yes, the for. irony, the irony. So yeah. uh, his wasn't working. They bring out another one or something like that. But the manager of the Red Sox, uh, Joe, Joey Cora, is that his name? Alex Cora. Alex Cora. He comes out saying, well, that's bullshit. It's working fine because he was shaking off the pitches. And Justin is having none of it. Alice Cord checking out the scene. Did you, did you hear him? <laughs> my did. favorite part of the clip, I love that he says, fuck you, Alex. But then the announcer's like, did you hear him? And like, <laughs> you're on mic. I, 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 lo- I don't even know who that is in the booth for the Astros. But I love that he's like, did you just hear that? Fuck off, Alex. Yes. That is, that's classic Verlander. <laughs> fuck off, Alex. Yeah, and he said yeah. it in the most dismissive Which, way, way possible, too. It wasn't like a fuck off. It was just like a fuck off. I got time for your shit. You, you, you know, you're talking about how surly uh, Verlander is. Uh, just... Think about how many times in a month he puts it inside Kate Upton, and yet he's still the same, you know? (laughs) Good point. Washman, 10 bucks. The Little League World Series was great. Grand slam before that home run. It was fantastic. That's fantastic. Wow. (laughs) All right. Hey, I I wasn't watching it. Maybe I should have been. My bad. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we're actually going to, uh, wind down the show with, uh, some, some more baseball, uh, the, kind of a crazy scene. Uh, this is not last baseball. Night. Unless anyone's sitting here, it's like, I don't even like baseball. What you're about to see is not baseball. I promise you, this is all fighting from here on out. 
That, that's true. It's <laughs> nothing but fighting. You're absolutely right, Carl. Uh, so uh, we have uh, two vantage points. Uh, we have uh, so something crazy happened uh, last night uh, at the Braves Rockies game in Denver. And uh, the Braves announcers, uh, Brandon Gaudin and Peter Moylan, they're going to discuss how some players got onto the field and uh, uh, accosted well, Ronald Cunha Jr. Fans got out of the field, yeah, right? Two, yeah. Sorry, I did say players, didn't I? I'm an idiot. No. Yeah. Well, two usually players fans. are on the field. See, this is why you thought that, because when I was typing up the description of the show, I wrote players run out of the field. I'm like, no, 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 right. no. That, that wouldn't be very interesting. They do that every yeah, half inning. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> some, some guys came out of the dugout also in uniform. No, yeah, right. some fans get onto the field and uh, they talk about it. And uh, in, in, in a later part of the broadcast, they talk about how they're not going to show the clips. But let's set it up by uh, hearing what the Braves announcers have to say about what happened. And this is in the pretty much the immediate aftermath that happened during a commercial break uh, between a uh, half inning. The one fan went away relatively peacefully. The other one, though, was just irate, jumping up and down. The three security guards could barely contain him. And then finally they got him to the ground and got him under control and off the field of play. But I've never seen that. One of the fans did actually make contact with Ronald kind of pushed him to the ground and that's when Ronald freed himself and then the security guards swarmed. Okay. So when I first watched that clip, you said that over, I'm going, well, I'm not going to, this is boring. I'm not going to show this. And then I found yeah. out that we get to see the melee and what actually happened. Right. I think it's important, especially for the uh, audio listeners to understand what it is. And and as I said later on, you know, because they don't show when fans run out onto the field and, you know, don't come anywhere near the players. They don't show that the good stuff anymore. Right. They never show it. They make a point to cut away. And somebody was talking about that in the chat at the beginning of the show. Uh, but fortunately, uh, we have the Internet and there were many many videos to choose from and uh i uh, forgot to write down the the name of the person who posted this because i felt like uh we should uh credit them because we used their clip from twitter but uh it, it shows up in the clip but uh i'm not smart i don't okay. remember what let's name let's was. watch this because this is one of the most spectacular things i've ever seen as far as fans running out of field and I got to give it to Major League Baseball. They made a lot of rule changes that sped up the game. You have the, the pitch clock. There's no shift in the infield. And fans are allowed to run out in the field to get a few <laughs> shots in on their least favorite outfielder, which is great. I love this rule. So this guy's just hugging him. He's just hugging him. And then watch. Oh, oh they high-load him. Yes. Yeah. But uh, the, I think neither of the guys really uh, are, uh, you know, getting off the field very easily. And uh, Ronald Cooney Jr. doesn't seem to be hurt. He didn't come out of the game or anything. But uh, I'm sure he wasn't expecting that. Well, Denver. All right. Yeah. So this guy down here at the bottom, he wants a piece of him so badly. He's trying to get back at him. They're picking him up off the ground. There's three guys holding him off the ground so he can't run back at Akuna. Amazing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like he won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. 
If he, shit. If he was Why facing the other way, him? It, would, it would look like a victory if he was facing the way they were yes. going. But if yes. he's facing the other way, it kind of looks like maybe he's getting well, pulled off the field. They got to do it like Chappelle. Remember that guy ran on stage with Chappelle and they yeah. fucking broke his arm and yes. stomped his face? <laughs> yes. They got to do yeah. that here. Fucking. They, hopefully when they got him like behind away from the cameras, they were able to stomp that motherfucker out. But uh, that's, <laughs> and that's what needs to happen. And I hope that uh, the guy laughing hysterically in the recording is the person who uh, actually filmed it. Uh, and uh, I did. Uh, I checked the clip. Uh, the person's name was Patrick Lyons. So credit to you for uh, providing us with a phenomenal video uh, here for the show. Hey, Tony from the Bronx checking in. He's uh, he's a big voicemailer on uh, WATP. And for 10 bucks, yeah. he says, Carl, congrats on the new show with Blatt. Also, layoff ripping on John Sterling. He's the only one showing up for the Yanks this year. All right. That's a good point there, Tony from the Bronx. Hey, Tony from the Bronx, if uh, if you send us 10 bucks every show, I'll lose my John Sterling clips, okay? We don't have any today, so. I, I mean, Yankees fans are embarrassed by that guy too, right? <laughs> they, can't be, they can't be behind yeah, I, those I, ridiculous calls. No, I, I mean, I don't know any who appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I mean, the, the guy's like in his 80s and the fact that he has to still show up, as uh, as he pointed out, is uh, I, I think that's elder abuse. You know, you should let him take the rest. <laughs> right. Of right. I think I think him and Biden should be allowed to just retire and live their lives. I totally <laughs> don't agree. walk on the beach. Don't walk on the beach. <laughs> yeah, it's right. hard to walk on the it's beach. Hard, it's hard legs. to walk on the beach. Those skinny legs. Especially when you have skinny legs. <laughs> All right. Skinny this legs. is uh, it's time All for right, the Hall so of Fame. Yeah, we're going to end big with the Hall of Fame. Might have happened a long, long time ago, but let's discuss with Carl and Christian who are these moments in broadcasting history. Oh, you know what? Hold on a second. So, I, I think I have a new drop for this. There's a new jingle. Wait, let me, let me try this one. W-A-T-B. Way back, back into time. I, I have a feeling that when these are made, a lot of fun. It looked like you were. It sounded like you were having fun <laughs> yes. making those. Doug from the Jingles Department is having a lot of fun over there for sure. If if we get anything that even comes close to the uh, who are these YouTube videos that you use on who are these socials, I'll feel like the show has finally made it. Carl. That's right. Uh, all right. So uh, this is, uh, I don't know, for me, one of the most memorable moments in sports happened uh, 30 years ago uh, this month. And uh, there's a this is an ESPN piece uh, from that time 30 years ago in 1993. Uh, and they set up the reason it happened, which I kind of forgot. I just knew that, uh, well, Robin Ventura didn't uh, take kindly <laughs> to uh, Nolan Ryan's uh, pitch selection and the uh, I think they say in this clip that uh, Nolan Ryan's only 46 at this point, but uh, Robin Ventura, I think, is 26. And uh, I, don't, I don't think Nolan Ryan even breaks a sweat here in clip 27. In Texas. So the highlights of this game, it was 2-0 White Sox when Alex Fernandez comes inside on Juan Gonzalez. So the very next half inning, Robin Ventura runs scoring single early. He aged 26, Nolan Ryan aged 46. Was he throwing at him? Ooh. Robin thinks about it and says yes. And watch. <laughs> and count. Nolan, six consecutive punches to the face, and then everyone gets involved in the melee. Ryan just grabbed him. Like, 
going to grab a steer when he brands him, right? Six consecutive punches. <laughs> wow. And then the melee ensued after that. The amazing thing in all of this, Ventura was tossed because he charged the mound. He should have been. But Nolan was not, despite throwing enough punches to get you thrown out of an NHL Ventura had no plan running at uh, Ryan no. on that one. He just ran at him and gave him a bear hug. He's like, all right, I guess I'll just punch you in the face a few times. Thanks. <laughs> it was like uh, how, how – um, I remember when I was – I was actually on the air working nights on the radio when this happened okay. at a rock station. And I watched – I was watching the game when it happened. And I'll never forget – the song ended by Ugly Kid Joe or whoever nice. the fuck. And then uh, I, I was like so excited and trying to explain it to the audience. I'll never forget that. It was it was a real it was the the excitement of an old man beating the shit out of a 26 year old well, guy was fantastic. It, it seemed like maybe Nolan Ryan hated everything about you when he was punching hey, this guy in the head. Yes. Yes. He wasn't singing Cats in the Cradle. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh. God damn it. They. They they don't have any other songs. I know, I know. <laughs> we left nothing I, for I, Christian. Well, I guess I guess it's a it's a good thing there wasn't a story that night about a madman from Disneyland. It's that believe me, that's another song. Hold on, hold on, wait a second. <laughs> really I, I'm is. sorry, I'm not here fast enough for this. Boo! Oh, <laughs> be more funny. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably uh, get those closer. To, I should get those on my other board and have those more uh, readily available, I suppose. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> <So a little laughs> you know, mental note for myself. There. They might get some usage on this show. And, uh, and, oh. and, and friends, those are these broadcasters. And uh, I don't know who they are. But uh, maybe we'll find out next week, Carl. Yes. So um, we are going to put this out on its own RSS feed. I have not done that yet. So if you're listening to this on the Who Are These podcast feed, thank you very much for listening. We will uh, be doing this a couple more weeks, and then we'll move over to our own feed. So you'll want to look for that. We'll make an announcement on it. But, of course, you can always watch Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Who Are These podcast YouTube channel. Watch it live or watch it anytime after we leave the videos up, and you can uh, check these out. Eric Zane, the Eric Zane Show. People should check out your podcast eh maybe i don't know <laughs> if there's nothing going on i guess <laughs> come on <laughs> uh anyway the eric zane show is daily wherever you download shows i also have a patreon that i make free so okay if you like the free one then maybe you might like the patreon and that's you can sign up for seven days and check out what i do patreon.com slash eric zane thank you carl thank you christian and uh, I have uh, my own podcast called The Black Cast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. You can uh, find it on YouTube and the audio version wherever you find your audio podcast. And uh, my self-esteem is way too low to have a Patreon. So uh, I just uh, put it all out for free and uh, I, I spend money. I lose money on the podcast, but uh, we have fun doing it. So isn't that what really matters? Speaking of working for free. So I heard you on uh, Why Are You Laughing, the Colin Quinn episode of Why Are You Correct. Laughing, my buddy Blind Mike's show. And uh, I didn't realize you did an internship at SNL and Conan O'Brien, but you were at Correct. SNL the time that Norm MacDonald was uh, fired as the anchor and Colin Quinn stepped the, in for him. I remember watching that episode live when it happened. The week that uh, Norm got fired, uh, they uh, they didn't tell him on Monday. They that episode uh, with Sam Jackson has a, has a has a great bit of uh, Star Wars outtakes, 
and uh, Norm is in there as uh, uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, this uh, Darth Vader guy, I don't get it. What kind of car does he drive? So they filmed that at the beginning of the week before they told Norm that he was getting fired from Weekend Update. And uh, But the thing that Mike didn't realize, and I think a lot of people don't remember, that wasn't Norm's last show. Right. He was on for like four or five more shows, and then eventually they let him go, but he would still be in sketches. And uh, it was a very interesting week to be my first week there as an intern to uh, watch Colin uh, take over uh, for Weekend Update. And uh, let's just say the office was a little bit on edge. That <laughs> I, would, I would imagine it was uh, a tough go at that time. Yeah. Um, well, just uh, one last plug. I guess I'm going to be on uh, Out of the Coffin with Bob Levy around 5 o'clock. So in about uh, 45 minutes, I'm going to head over there to, I think, discuss the uh, confrontation I had with Suttering John last night on his show. So that should be a lot of fun. <laughs> Again, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you to the chatters and the super chatters. We really do appreciate the support. And uh, remind me, do we have a, an outro for this? Do we have something that we do? Well, I I, I like to workshop them every week. Ah, I try a new one. Carl. Great. Okay, so what uh, do we got? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try this one now. Uh, so, this is Christian Blatt reminding you: every mic is a hot mic, but not every rod is a hot rod. I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes to that. <laughs> Eric Zane gives it a big thumbs down. All right. See you next time, folks. <laughs> Who are these broadcasts are doing the work for people? The mainstream media makes tremendous mistakes. Let's find out. Oh, come on. It's no joke. We are doing it. We are having fun. Who are these broadcasters are making sure you get the narrative? Carl, Christian, both are doing a tremendous job. Probably the best job anyone has ever done. Lots of people are saying that the best broadcast there ever was. Who are these broadcasters is on your site to observe and report. Who are these broadcasters? With Carl and Christian, you know, folks, it's really no different than a police officer running to the scene of a crime or a firefighter running into a burning building. It's what they do.